بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن وله السلام عليكم everyone I'm joined by Muhammad Huda السلام عليكم Huda وعليكم السلام and our lovely president Fahan Khan السلام عليكم Fahan وعليكم السلام how are you doing this lovely morning Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah not bad it's a day of Arafah um, just feel very blessed Alhamdulillah Subhanallah I feel very blessed having you in this room right now Alhamdulillah um yeah cool uh okay so basically today's episode is looking at Fahan Khan our amazing president the long standing president of the MSA for the past two years um inshallah if he's planning to a phd we might see him for another two years inshallah inshallah um, so let's plug that in um so yeah um I want to start by asking you Farhan what is what is the day in a life of the president you know what does it look like what do you actually do mm, so being president um primarily just consists of me sort of staying on top of like the communication side of things so um I always have like my phone on me like 24/7 um always on like telegram or whatsapp <coughs> just sort of like replying to people um answering questions if um people get stuck sort of following up on people making sure they do their tasks <coughs> just basically all that sort of stuff um yeah like delegating stuff as mm-hmm. well bro i remember um we had like i was talking to farhan for like an hour and he didn't like check his phone and then he opened his phone and then you go on telegram uh. and it's just like it's just like a sack <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. i was like i don't know how you do this from like a rough reference how many group chats do you think you're in Ooh, how many active group chats i'd say um oh during iw i actually did or i tried counting um i think it was like over 30 like wow. active group chats that's active just, group just chats. on telegram yeah telegram and whatsapp included yeah he hasn't talked about his insta yet <laughs> um but how how much how long do you have to scroll to get, like get to the bottom yeah like 3.5 was <laughs> enough <laughs> like No, I'm not like a couple miles. <laughs> Does it get stressful when there's a scrolling? Oh, to be honest, like when I initially um got into the role, um it was like really hectic, especially around the time where you have to actually create all the group chats. Um and then it's like it goes from like like barely like any active group chats like at the start of the year. Um and then like shortly after becoming president and like creating all the group chats um everything just became really really active like all of a sudden mm. um i think it initially was a bit stressful it was a bit hard to like um stay on top of things and stuff but now alhamdulillah it's like after doing it for a while like it sort of does become like second nature and stuff alhamdulillah hmm. yeah. so you're in your second year now final year of presidency inshallah yeah yeah so <clears throat> i don't think many people do two years of presidency right mm. um so it's been good to have you around but i guess the the main thing that i want to know and it's actually funny cuz i don't i don't know if we actually had this discussion like outside yeah. of a podcast as well so i'm actually curious myself yeah. but um what actually motivated you to become president oh, okay that's actually a really good question so um i think my backstory in becoming president is like quite different to like most others i'd say um in the sense that um so i was in the shura in my second year of university so right now i'm in my fourth year um <clears throat> and i actually did not like envision myself becoming president like the entire year um and so when i was actually approached 
with the um like basically the offer to become president um i was like pretty shook i didn't really like see it coming and stuff um and then initially i just like just flat out like rejected <laughs> um but then after like a long period of like convincing um i ended up like deciding to like take it on board inshallah mm. um and then once i basically took it on board um just decided to like basically give him up all inshallah mm. so you weren't actually <laughs> it's not something that you pursued it was something that was like yeah. put up on you came to your doorstep moved <laughs> <laughs> alhamdulillah uh, this is actually really like interesting backstory i don't think many people know about this but um when i was actually in my first year so for our non-executive shura um so like closely affiliated with the shura but not really on the shura itself um you have to fill out an application uh form and one of the questions was um like it was some to do with like what are some like leadership qualities you have um and then i can't remember my answer exactly um but it was something along the lines of how like i don't think that everyone needs to be a leader mm. um i think that <clears throat> like for some people like it's it's a lot better if they're just really good at like following instructions and stuff okay and i actually said that i was of that type like uh, i was like very um convinced that i myself was of that category mm. so i never actually did see myself in like a leadership sort of position um like in primary school high school and whatever um i never really like pursued leadership positions um like those like those of you guys in the audience who do know me um in my like private personal life i'm like really like introverted um of the phlegmatic temperament i'm like <laughs> not as like assertive and stuff so yeah it's definitely a bit out of my comfort zone i'd say hmm. would you say you change your answer that you had in first year uh if you were to do that poll again yeah i think being a leader there's like what i didn't realize um when i was in first year um and what i'm like starting to see now is that um different people just have like different like styles of leadership so i think in first year i imagined a leader to be like the traditional like you know like alpha male always like assertive really good at public speaking the, the meatheads um, yeah <laughs> the meatheads put it bluntly um <laughs> but yeah but then alhamdulillah i think there's like other styles of like leadership as well like there's like the type who um might not be as outspoken but they're like good at like strategizing and like thinking through things mm-hmm. um there's like the other type who they just really like um really sort of empathetic and they can um sort of like speak to people and like sort of understand them and um like connect with their team on like a personal level yeah um like that sort of empathy is like a really strong skill um and like throughout my time i've seen myself sort of um <clears throat> like uh, like i definitely have seen like myself have like certain like strong suits and other suits which aren't as strong and mm-hmm. i've seen others excel in like other areas yeah um mm. 
Yeah, everyone has their strengths, strengths and weaknesses. I think it's very interesting because you were saying how you didn't see yourself in a leadership position, but then I'd always been like, well, you know, Fahan's like a, like born to be a leader kind of thing. Yeah. I remember we were talking and I was <coughs> like, you know, what's what 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 do you do after MSA? And, you know, because you're in a leadership position, but then you were like, oh, well, you know, I, I don't actually think like, I don't know, you were saying yeah, basically what you said there where um, mm. y- you wouldn't put yourself in a leadership position. But then I think the main thing, and I've said this to so many people, and I've said, to, said this to you as men as well, yeah. um, which is like you're really good at empowering other people mm. and like, dele- like obviously delegating, but it's not only just like assigning people to do a task that is like about leadership. It's about like really giving them that trust, believing in them, giving them the resources, giving them the tools, always being there to help them so that when they, they're able to take all of that and actually, you know, go out and do their own projects and whatnot. Um, I feel like there's <coughs> on either side of the spectrum, you have people that are like too controlling and yeah. they want to make sure that everything goes their way. And then there's people that like just assign and like leave it. And mm-hmm. it's like either one doesn't really, I guess it doesn't strike the, the middle kind of middle path. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I think Alhamdulillah you've been able to do in the MSN. Yeah, like I love, I love how Fahan's so chill. Like he's <laughs> like this. There could be so much going on around the world. Um, you know, so much going on with uni, with non-uni, and Fahan's just chill. He's just living <laughs> life, you know. Um, but Alhamdulillah, it's really good because that 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 empowers other people too, and it calms other people down too. So, for example, mm. we've had so many situations where um, things haven't gone as planned, right? But then when we see Fahan's face and we see Fahan's demeanor, <laughs> so <laughs> chill, he's so relaxed. Allah my bird. Mashallah. But like, it's so good because um, if, if, if the leader is stressed and if the leader is like, you know, using his position of power to, you know, um, show out his stress on everyone and make everyone feel worried and be angry, that kind of stuff, it demotivates our team. But mashallah, mm. you're the complete opposite of that. So um, it's really good. It's really good to see that. Yeah. Um, and it kind of kind of leans me <coughs> on to my next question, which I have is, what's like your main takeaway from being the president? And um, would you have any advice for anyone who wants to become president in the future or any kind of leadership position in the MSA or in anywhere? Mm. What would you say? <coughs> Damn, I think the biggest takeaway that I've def- definitely seen um, like throughout my time being president is actually the like a lot of the time when people they enter community work like islamic community work and stuff um they always have the mindset like oh like now i'm like i'm sacrificing a lot of my time um for this and it's like it's sort of like um that's like sort of mentality that a lot of people have which is true to an extent but i think um like what you get out of it um, obviously, you get like lots of hasanat if you go into the right intention, inshallah. Yeah. Um, but even in terms of like what it does for you, um, in terms of like building you, like spiritually, um, mentally, just like developing you as a person, um, and then just like bring you like closer to Allah. Um, I think that like far like that sort of mentality, um, it's really really like. Um, it's really empowering and it's also like um sort of like removes like the ego like out of the door so mm. it's like um you're not actually giving you're actually getting you're like taking a lot mm-hmm. um so i think that sort of perspective um is something which i don't think is like mentioned as often 
um, but it's definitely like very very real um, and I think I can also like somewhat like relate to it like I think starting off I was like oh damn like now a lot of my free time is going to have to go towards the MSA mm. um, but whatever like I'll do it for the sake of Allah this uh, um, but now I'm just like alhamdulillah like it's, uh, it's been such a fulfilling experience um, like uh, like I'd do it again if I had the chance that doesn't mean a third year <laughs> 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 Unlucky, um, I think what you said is very true because um, I think in the MSA specifically the main takeaway is that when you enter it and then you yeah. exit it you're very different it's mm-hmm. like a you go through like this entire like process kind of thing and mm-hmm. I don't want to use that to like scare people but like yeah. it, it's in a really good way um, like it's a very transformative thing and the thing was I actually like I used to be anti-MSA <laughs> When I was I, when I was not in UNSW, I was in um, when I was in Griffith at Gold Coast. I was like, oh, you know, MSA. It's like those American um, social party oh, type, type of organizations, right? And then, but what I saw was that that process where people were going in and they were actually, you know, gaining a deeper connection with Allah in their faith, mm-hmm. sort of becoming better, um, getting new kind of groups, new friends, mm-hmm. um, not even new friends, but like old friends coming together and sort of having that community and everyone sort of growing together. That's something that I don't think you see a lot. Um, and that actually attracted me a lot to even, you know, come to the MSA, um, come to UNSW and whatnot. Um, so, yeah. I'm like, I yeah, I like, I like how the MSA, um, just in general, like you could be going about your uni life, you could be going about all your stuff, mm. um, but then it gives you something to go back to at the end of the day. So you could be going through exams, tough times, um, like someone might, for example, not be having good friends or someone might, for example, not be having a good time in life, right? Mm. Then I feel like if you go back to the MSA atmosphere, it's just something to find comfort in. Um, mm. You find comfort in the boys. You find comfort in, you know, seeing familiar faces and seeing the smiles of everyone in like living a good atmosphere. Like um, I remember, as I mentioned previously, my first ever experience in the MSA was going to the Tuesday pizza lunches oh that we used yeah. to have. And that's like so chill, you know, we just had a bunch of boys eating pizza, talking to each other, just talking about life, you know, and that that kind of builds the connections and it builds the network for future interactions as well. And I feel like that's so important um, where there's like people think that, oh, you know, we're probably like memorizing the tafsir of Surah Baqarah um, during our uni break um, <laughs> whilst eating pizza. But it's it's not that deep, you know, like obviously that's one aspect of things, but it's also looking at the start, which is just building that first level connection. Mm-hmm. And from that, you can widen yourself and go even better. Yeah, I think one of the primary um, sort of benefits that people get out of the MSA is a sense of community. Mm. Um, and like you were saying, um, Huda, um, like even once people do leave the MSA, mm-hmm. um, like our very first president, like Mukhlis, for example, he still comes down to like our like UNSW Wang events. Mm-hmm. Um, so like current MSA crowds and like um, alumni and stuff, um, there's still like that connection, that sense of community and stuff. Um, Alhamdulillah, it's like really, really like wholesome to see. Um, especially when we do hold those events where like alumni come down as well. Um, even our camps, like our camps, mm. um, we actually have like a broad range of like um, people from different years mm. as well as like alumni as well um, and it's just really wholesome seeing everyone like interacting together um, 
I think, yeah, I think what you said is very important. And, and even even the point about like Mukhlis um, reminded me, like when you see some of these older brothers um, and the people that have come out of the MSA, they're people that have now gone on to do so many things, mm. right? It's not like their journey ended with the MSA. MSA ended up being like a, like almost like a tutorial level in a game, right? And now they're like going on to like doing so much bigger and, oh, yeah. you know, like it, it's, it's crazy. Like, it, and there's so many different aspects to it. It's not just like, oh, they're going down the ilm route, right? That's like, mm. what, like some brothers are doing that. And then some brothers are doing like more advocacy stuff. And then, you know, other brothers, like there's so many different paths that people have, going, have gone down. And it's sort of, and you see like MSA sort of like be like a common kind of start for a lot of yeah. them. No, hundred percent. I think that's definitely true. Like um, if you look out in our community um, and not even just our community, but even like if you look at other Western countries and stuff, a lot of the great like Islamic like um, community leaders and stuff like in the Muslim community, a lot of them did use the MSA as like um, like a like a starting ground, like a stepping mm. stone, um, and it played a big part in where they are right now. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So I think um, that was a really good discussion. I'm really enjoying this was, right now. Yeah. I do have one more question or one more topic to go through. Um, so at the time of recording this, we are at we've just kind of finished IAW. Mm. Um, was IAW wasn't too long ago. Um, and obviously IAW is something that's meant to be the highlight of the year for any MSA, right? Mm. It's like the, for the president as well, it's like the main kind of um, s- string of events that's like recaps basically in the tie. Like when you look back on the year, you look back on the IAW. How do you think our, our IAW went? Yeah. Humble, I think our IAW went really, really well. It was phenomenal. Um, just seeing like the Dao spirit, um, like in person, like at the Musallah, the boys would be talking, even on the Dao thread, the Dao store volunteer thread, like hundreds of messages every day. Um, everyone's really excited, lots of like really good conversations. Alhamdulillah, we even got the honour of having like a uh, revert brother at our Dao stores. Mm. Um, and even in terms of our events, like I think engagement wise it was really really solid like um our facebook events event pages like in the online space like it got like insane like numbers which we haven't really gotten in like other other events like in the Mm -hmm. past and also in person it was like really strong attendance um even the in person even the in-person events which were indoors um I was a bit worried that uh, this is like it's, it's like a lecture hall on like one side of the campus, um, and it's indoors. Like, how a non-Muslim is going to come across it? Um, but alhamdulillah, like for example, our misconceptions panel yeah. and our story night, both events were like indoors, um, and there were actually like quite a few like Muslims who came down. Um, we even saw some of them like taking notes, asking questions and stuff. Um, so alhamdulillah went really really well I'd say yeah yeah. alhamdulillah Um, (coughs) Farhan you as a president you previously mentioned that you like to or the whole point of being president is to delegate stuff is to overlook Mm. everything right how did you find overseeing and overlooking this big event the Islamic Awareness Week how was it like for you 
Ooh, okay, so this might be a bit unexpected, but I think Islam Kiwensuk was probably one of my most chillest weeks, like during my presidency. This is why we love Fahad. Allah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the reason why I say that is because um, all of the people who we delegated, like the events and like all the different tasks to and stuff. Um, like most of these people, most of these volunteers, Hamza were like um, really taking initiative and like um, they didn't really need like much involvement from mind. Um, and that was like really, really wholesome to see. Mm. Um, like everyone's taking initiative and like just getting stuff done, um, staying on top of things without like sort of needing me to like uh, follow up on them and stuff. Um, and this actually reminds me of a point um, made by Hamza Zotsis in like a leadership podcast that he did a couple years back mm. where he said that the true, like what a true leader basically entails, like the true goal of a leader should be to make himself redundant. Mm. And that might sound a bit strange, but the whole idea is you want to create more leaders to sort of carry on your work. Mm. And then in turn, you become redundant. Um, and then we can even see this like, um, like with the life of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, like yeah. um, he had a message, alhamdulillah, which like outlived his own life. Mm. Um, mm. And he created the leaders of Sahaba who in turn like trained like the Tabiun and then the Tabatabiun and just kept on going. And then you see, like, every generation, like, they train, like, the next generation of mm. leaders to sort of carry on their work. Um, alhamdulillah, I'm, like, sort of, like, um, somewhat seeing, like, even, like, a tiny bit of that um, in the MSA. Like, just seeing, like, all these, like, um, new and younger volunteers, mm. like, just taking initiative um, and just really going out and, like, doing their best. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. It's really good. Oh, Jazakallah khair Fahan. That was a lovely, lovely, lovely discussion. I feel like, apart from everyone else, we ourselves learned so much from you today. Um, and I feel like it's such an inspiration for the future, inshallah. Um, I hope that we do see you a lot more after you do graduate, inshallah. Sure. hope uh, you are part of those alumni who do come to our sure. events. And, and uh, part of the alumni that come back to the podcast. That, that is true, yeah. Inshallah. <laughs> inshallah. Um, but yeah, so definitely if you want to see more of Farhan, uh, check our Instagram, our Facebook. Um, anytime you do have any questions or any uh, time you want to volunteer, um, hit any of us up. All of the MSA would love to have more people involved. Jazakallah um, khairan everyone for attending. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik. Um, and we hope to see you guys next time. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome. Is that right? Yep.